All right, y'all, just a second. <laughs> and we'll get this kicked off. I apologize for the wait. I appreciate you guys keeping me accountable to getting on this today. Um, you know, hey, I will say, so in the past, like for everybody that has been around for long enough, I know Big Papa Kicks remembers this. I mean, there have been a few Fridays that we have missed, but we always get it knocked out that week. So whether it's Saturday, Sunday, whatever else, it has happened. So today I've had a lot of stuff that I've been busy with. I've got family coming in town, staying with me for the weekend. Um, my sister, her husband, my little niece and some other stuff going on. So I've been running around scrambling, getting ready for all of that type of stuff. Nearly used as an excuse not to do anything today. Um, but, you know, figured why not? Let's keep the streak going. There were enough, there's enough accountability from everybody in here. So I, I'm here to make the people happy. So we are back. The one person that I'm a little bit disappointed is not in here right now after as many tweets as he sent out is Lander. I don't know where Lander is. Somebody needs to message that man, get him in here. Um, for now, let's go ahead, shoot it over to Wonka, who is about, 30 seconds late on a tweet that he sent out earlier. How did that make you feel? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I felt like this is going to be a cool-ass tweet, and then I saw the notification popping up, and I was like, fuck, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I swear I read your mind whenever I was tweeting that out. I knew that you were up to something, and I had to put an end to it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in my defense, I'm, I'm studying for exam tomorrow, and but I was, like, so procrastinating in the group with the other guys. So, yeah. I mean, that's how it goes, though, man. If you are not procrastinating while you're supposed to be studying for an exam and then waiting until the final, like, six hours to actually knock it out and do it, then, you know, I feel like you're not a real university student at that point, right? Like, so I think that you're doing it the right way, Wonka. Exactly. Facts. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, uh, this may be embarrassing to admit, but looking back at it, whenever I was, uh, you know, university student, I don't think I can remember one single time that I actually studied and felt ready for the test, like well in advance of the test, at least for, you know, there were some easy classes, but when you're starting to talk about your higher level courses that you actually have to put in the work for, I think that I would learn, you know, we say that we had the test every four weeks. I think I would learn four weeks of material in like the 12 hours before the night before. And that was like every single time I would do that. It's embarrassing to admit, but I mean, hey, like I got A's, so it worked. <laughs> 12 hours is like four times as long as I had to prepare for the test. I'd probably start like three hours before. <laughs> Well, I, I respect that even more. Um, I will say the worst thing that I ever did, I'm curious on y'all's side of it. You know, we'll, we'll dive into the NFT stuff in a minute. I want to shout out to Dr. Solana while, while we got him back on stage. But um, I, I do want to hear the longest you guys have ever gone without sleep. Because I remember it was final. Um, when I took finals my junior fall semester, I stayed up for three and a half days straight. And I remember... Dude, I'm not even joking. It was three and a half days straight because I was like, I'm just learning everything throughout the course of this. And the very last two finals that I had that Thursday, I like the, the all I could do. And I'm not even joking when I say this. The only thing my brain allowed me to do was write my name on the top of the paper. Like I, I could not remember how to do anything else. My brain was working so slowly. I read it and it wouldn't go through. So there is a point of, absolute fatigue and exhaustion if you stay up for too long that your brain will just quit working i mean now now you can't say that you didn't like i don't know get anything out of university right it prepares you for the bull run or whatever to stay awake so <laughs> that's it man that's it so you know you're right if anything that may have been the most valuable lesson that i learned while i was there perfect <laughs> um you know hey let's kick it over to dr solano while we got you man what's been good yo what's going on uh just trying to keep myself calm from the fomo of nic 
it's almost over this week. So just been uh, chilling. But I can I can't agree more, bro. Like I don't even remember my college days. Like like you said, got A's at the end of the day, but I don't think I remember. But uh, <laughs> but um yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, and I say I got A's. I got mostly A's. I think I graduated with a 3.6. But, you know, like, that's not terrible for an engineering degree. It could have been better, but, you know, it was good enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, Rooster, what's going on, man? What's been good today? I was looking for a Room 110 space. That's actually another reason why I put it off a little, because you guys have been doing late afternoon spaces. But then I checked and saw you all had nothing going on. That's when I really was like, all right, if they didn't just get off one, like, I really need to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, no, because I think uh, this past week we're uh, thinking we're going to switch it up to Wednesday. Um, and so working out the logistics of that. But uh, what up, what up, everyone? How's everyone doing today? Bro, I am doing phenomenal, personally. You know, I, I feel high energy. I haven't been able to get on Twitter much the past couple days but yeah feel feel good feel right market's been fun um which is always fun to get back into things like that again so um i don't know how how about y'all how have you guys been doing with the recent you know i guess just seeing everything trending back up again uh, always love it. always love uh when things are trending up i actually haven't even uh paid much attention um, to that this past week, uh, personally, I've been trading the Reddit avatars, um, the season three that they just dropped, uh, and that's been uh, pretty lucrative, um, but always love the bags pump. Yo, I'm curious, so do, is NFT NYC still going on right now? I want agents to come up and talk about the uh, Pudgy events, if so. I'm kind of curious to hear how everything went. Solana, did you go? No, that's what I was saying, bro. It's almost over. Um, resisting myself from going on this last minute for the the God's basement party tonight. But um, yeah, the FOMO has been real this week. Wait, are you from the NYC area? Uh, I'm in Pennsylvania, so like two hours away. But uh, oh, so I mean, you could just take a train ride or whatever, yeah, and, like hop on. I could. It was just I had some in real life stuff this week needed to take care of, so kind of just uh, trying to be responsible with life. But uh. I think a lot of my friends just said fuck it and just went and uh, had a great time. Um, love to see it, though. These kind of in-real-life events are bringing more attention to it. And, you know, uh, these are like the value utility perks for people as holders. So uh, I think people were having a blast this year. Love to hear it, man. Um, hey, agents, what's going on, brother? Did you end up making it? Bro, I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but, uh, yeah, I definitely <laughs> – I definitely made it. Definitely made my way to to some NFT events this week. Pulled a uh, pulled an Irish exit last night and took the bus home. And I was like, I'm I'm out of here. If I if I do one more night of these these 6 a.m. screaming sessions, I'm I might never make it back. So uh, yeah, it was awesome, dude. It was awesome. I, I'd never miss any of these events uh, for the world. And uh, it's just nice having everybody come out, even out, even outside of, of you know Pudgy Penguins, which obviously is uh, is my community. Like just meeting the Utes guys, the D Gods guys, all these people I've been talking to over the past year, just uh, just incredible. And I really do think it it pushes the space further. So long as you know the pictures and content coming out of them aren't strippers getting deli meat thrown at them or or taking shoeies, you know, that's, <laughs> but yeah, this is good. You know, I want to hear the most under the radar legit thing that you did this week, whether it was meeting people, you know, small random bump into somebody that you didn't expect to see, you know, Hey, maybe you went to the conference, you heard somebody speak and it was just something that really resonated with you. I want to hear, you know, what alpha did you take away? Dude? I mean, some alpha that flew under the radar. Um, I was eating, I was eating brunch, drinking. I wasn't eating. I was drinking mimosas. Okay. I'll be straight up, but with a bunch of, bunch of pudgy penguins and we were all chilling and then bog comes through um 
And then Luke and Nets and like the entire team comes through and Bog's like, yo, Blur's having an event. You need to go. You need to talk to Pac. So we just mobbed deep over there. And these guys had a really, really nice meetup and uh, discussion. So it's always nice seeing like two founders meet up and talk and the, and the sparks flying. And I got a Blur hoodie out of it. So that was probably like the, the alpha that'll fly under the radar because it wasn't, you know, anything official. But, uh, you know, the, the pudgy teams meeting with the Blur team. And, and I know there were a lot of other meetings going down that week. So uh, the pudgy team takes these events very seriously as you have to get as much FaceTime with, with people you know and FaceTime with people you don't know yet. So uh, there were a lot of these kind of, clandestine spur of the moment meetings that uh that were going on and i think there's going to be a, a couple interesting things that come out of it and that's about all i'll i'll say on that point love to hear it man absolutely love to hear just your voice too because <laughs> like that is a voice of somebody that has had a you know a solid week I, I will say this for myself. I have almost to the point where any conference that I go to somehow does something terrible to the market. So from a superstitious point of view, I'm almost avoiding any type of conference at this moment. Like I was really thinking about going. I, I did think about going to NFT NYC and I thought about going to consensus here in like a week or so. But I just don't think that it would be the right thing to do. At this point, when there's as much momentum, and maybe I'm being too superstitious with this, but I cannot remember one single conference that I've been to where the market has remained bullish while I've been there. Well, as long as you oh, don't dude, count I, South by Southwest as a conference, because we pumped for that. But it was not a crypto yeah, conference. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was not a crypto They did have rooster. crypto events, uh, but it wasn't a crypto conference. What? That's the thing. Like, I, they, it was not a crypto-specific conference, right? So that was the asterisk. I mean, dude, I was halfway through it, and, like, ETH broke 2,000, and, and I was like, there's no way. There's no way that we're actually, you know, going up while all this is going on. Um, you know, I, I'm of the same mind, Calais. I almost hedged my, my plane ticket and my lodgings with, like, a leverage <laughs> short, you know? Well, agents, all I'm going to say is you're welcome that I didn't go because otherwise ETH would be trading at about 1400 right now. Facts, man. Hey, you're pretty uh, you're pretty bullish on Doge these days, huh? Dude, I'm bullish on Doge. I mean, Doge is just my one. You know, I'm, I'm not playing with a ton of alts still, um, you know, doing a little bit because I, you know, again, like my general thesis is still when Bitcoin explodes from here, I still think that a lot of the alts are going to suffer still. But, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have some fun. And Doge is one of those bets that I'm like, you know what? As far as meme narrative and all that type of stuff coming up, I mean, Act 420 is next week, right? Like, and I'm just saying when you're talking about events, I, I would hope by 419 it's at a place where I can sell out of it because I don't want to hold through 420. <laughs> But like, I really think that, you know, you've got little narratives like that that can spin up for Doge and create these abnormalities as far as being. And, you know, especially with the way that alts have been performing while BTC is kind of still stuck here in this 30K range. Yeah. You know, like it's my one kind of fun bet. So and I, I love talking about Doge. There's enough of a community around it, too, that it's really engaging and fun to just see the interaction from them. Um, so yeah, you know, Doge has been a fun little side thing, but I'm still, honestly, I, I would love it to break out before BTC breaks above this, above this 31 area, just because I, I would love to rotate back into BTC with, you know, what I do have allocated toward it. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, oh, well, I'm still, I'm still having fun one way or the other. You know, it's interesting you mentioned the 420 thing because, I don't know why that didn't hit my radar. Probably because I stopped smoking. But uh, June June 9th and uh, September sixth, I have marked in my calendar. Not because I can draw any lines on a chart that that mean anything, but because it's sixty nine, right? <laughs> and those are always interesting days for the altcoins. And I'm like locked in. 
I, I really can't talk about like what I'm holding or what I'm trading, but I am locked into a derivative dog token uh, that I'm up pretty good on. And uh, maybe I'll DM you privately and have you have you chart it for me. Shiba Floki but, Doge Inu. Yeah, Shiba Floki Doge Inu Azuki Yacht Club uh, is going to be the next big thing. No, 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 no. Listen, I'll DM you privately and you can chart it, but you can't post about it. Yeah, yeah. Because they, as soon as you post about a derivative dog token, they're going to be like, oh, agents said that. Oh, agents is posting about a derivative dog token. And I never really tell anyone what I'm involved in. So Dude, here's, here's the deal. I even hesitate mentioning and making up a name for derivative dog token because at this point there probably is something out there. Like there really probably is a Shiba Inu Doge Floki uh, you know, whatever. Elon Mars. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> Elon, Safe Moon, Mars, um, Board Eight Yacht Club, whatever. You know, I, I can name any combo out of all those words, and there's probably a mean token for it at this point. Well, you're big enough the moment you mention it, like people are registering the ENS domains, like just in case. Yeah, that's, that's the exact point, man. So, yeah, I can't, I, I definitely can't. It's got to be over a certain size dimension. Um, but, hey, I'm rooting for you with it. So, you know, it's, okay, actually, on that note, I want to hear a little bit more about y'all's thoughts about this, um, you know, the blocky doge mint and all the drama surrounding that. All right, so I have a, I was on that space with Thread Guy, completely not talking about like anything to do with this mint. I think we were like the drama we were discussing was like the Nakamigos and like, you know, the whole narrative of like influencers pumping and dumping or whatever. And then to see a screenshot where I'm in this space where they're accusing this girl of like getting 200. And I didn't even know this space was called like doge derivative or whatever question 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 mark and uh i got a blocky doge too because they like whitelisted all of abasho so i was just like i need to distance myself as much as possible from this but i didn't sell the blocky doge i still have it but i still think it's wild that she was able to get 200 and like try to obfuscate the record by just transferring between two wallets like have you not ever seen any any zach threads like this guy is, this guy's like graphing wallets against star charts. Like I would never risk it. I would never risk it. So just to, just to think that someone could be ignorant enough to think they could get away with that is just, just so is wild to me. The space has a lot of maturing to do if, uh, if, if that's what's happening at like the upper levels still. Dude. The funniest thing was reading that tweet and said mistakes were made from a wallet that I controlled rather than saying I made mistakes and did whatever. It was mistakes were made from a wallet that I controlled. It was just the weirdest, like deflecting language that I have ever read rather than just owning up to it. Yeah, it was just it was just weird and you know what's what's even sadder is the attention span is so short in this space that the the consequences won't be lasting no they won't be and you know heck you've even seen that with a few people like i can think of ox alina that you know simp only fans girl that a bunch of these guys follow and helped trend her account positive during the last bull run there was some meme coin that popped up that she ended up pumping and, you know, a little bit of a different situation, but similar where the team for talking about it gave her X amount of aloe and the team was dumb. There was no vesting with it. So she basically just dumped everything <laughs> and set it to zero like an hour after tweeting about it. And it was all completely traceable and everybody got called out and she made these videos crying about how she was sorry and didn't realize what she did and whatever else. 
and just basically pleaded ignorance to the entire thing. And then somehow, I mean, there was a lot of hate thrown her way, but I mean, her account's still around, still talking about stuff. She still engages with a lot of people on here. And it was, you know, after almost zero real remorse for what she did. I mean, she took, you know, took the money and ran and like zero even payback toward, you know, project people. I mean, you can't really do it in that situation, but you know, there's just zero real remorse and complete forgiveness almost at the end of the day. Right. So, I mean, I, like I blocked her, got her off my timeline completely. Um, I, I actually kind of had her muted before that because I hate seeing like, you know, the pure simp type posts where, it's just luring guys in to get some type of thirst trap attention and not real content that's actually being generated. Um, but yeah, you I know, mean, let's wait, 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 wait. let's call a spade a spade, Kaleo. If you could do it, you would. Um, you we know, see the hey. same thing in the real estate industry. You know, you got these Miami realtors. Uh, hey, all, all I say is, people leverage their strengths. And like that, you know, there are certain strengths that I respect and certain strengths that I don't have as much respect for. So that is, you know, all I'm going to say toward that. Well, it's almost the, the real question is like with these situations, like this girl getting the 200 blocky doge or this other person getting, you know, a huge supply of the token that they can they can crash and not divest. Like fundamentally, are, are these things being done for marketing purposes? I think a lot of the reasons, yes. And then, then we get these situations with like knock amigos or, or whatever, where you're like, Oh, it's an influencer shill or, or, or whatever. And it's like being involved at the project level in like a couple of things and like knowing a lot of founders, I have to ask like, what is the acceptable course of action for a completely new project to like break into the space because i know i for one if i get pushed like a ppc ad for like a new project or a new token or whatever i'm immediately like that's a scam but then when i see influencers pushing it i'm immediately in my head oh that that's an influencer pump and dump right so like what's the acceptable roadmap agents that I like, I've never talked about this because I like, I don't know. I, I even thought about as far as future mints incorporating something like this, but I'm not sure like two different things. One, the legality of it, because, you know, uh, two, I don't know. I like, there are a few complications inherently associated with it, but I'm very like, I'm shocked that we've seen zero type of vesting ever incorporated into a mint as far as NFTs. Where I think that, like, if you do have some type of vesting structure with something like that and it's transparent, that, you know, some of those type of things where it's like, hey, you know, influencer X got whatever, they can't dump for X amount of time, like, guaranteed, I think would be a really, you know, decent way of being able to, you know, still reward people for being incorporated and being part of the project on the front side, but then they have to have some skin in the game for an extended period of time before they can really realize that type of value on the backside. Did, did you, um, was Plushies on your radar? Cause Plushies did just this. And I am very, very like careful about what I post on my timeline. Cause of my connections with, with pudgy penguins, but, um, Plushies, who was started by Victor the Viking and uh, Brighty, some notable penguins, they had their uh, inner circle mint, which was basically a free mint for influencers, connected people, whatever. But the contract's written to lock up that free mint for six weeks. So I have mine. I minted it, but I still can't sell it for another four or five weeks. And I think that was a very interesting thing because I felt comfortable posting about it because... I'm not going to immediately dump it. I'm never going to sell it anyway. But I think it was like the first time I ever encountered that quote unquote vesting schedule for NFTs. And I think it was pretty smart on their part to do it. No, I, I had not seen that they had done that. But no, I like that. And I think that there are, you know, I think that's a, like, it's a smart idea for a lot of projects going forward. I think there are ways that you can go around that and go about it. But I think that's one thing that I'm really surprised we haven't seen more of an incorporation of. 
Um, but you know, it, that's still not a perfect answer. Um, but I do think that giving like the real thing at the end of the day is looking at like what happened with this one. I don't think that necessarily even the dumping, it was the bad part, right? Had she never brought it up in the first place on her timeline and like an hour earlier tweeted something about, Oh, whatever, whatever I'm in. And then an hour later getting caught on a wallet, dumping it. That is just completely dishonest, right? So there's a complete difference there. I think it's the way that you talk about it. Say that she had never mentioned it at all, but she had somehow been gifted because of her connections to the project and they had told her about it and whatever else. And they were friends and they gave it to her and then she did it. Yeah. Maybe it's a slap in the face to that team, but you know, at that point I wouldn't call it dishonesty toward anybody else on the timeline because it's not like they promoted it at least extremely recently and really talked about any shift of ideals or opinions or whatever else. So I like, I look at it from that type of perspective where it was just a, you know, quick flash in the pan and, you know, zero real, you know, like complete dishonesty saying one thing, doing another. 200 is crazy though. Like that she could get 200 when it was a free mint one per wallet is just like egregious. It's, it's like so egregious that it's, that it's laughable. And, and by the way, I'd never heard of her before either. So like, I feel like there's, there's so many more uh, prolific influencers who would have taken that deal that I almost think it's, it's gotta be something else than like, Hey, we're going to give you 200 to, to talk about this. So I've heard of her and I've talked to her before. I never had anything against her. I don't spend enough time with a bunch of that inner circle crowd that I really know everybody's ins and outs on the same way I do from CT perspective. Um, but, you know, I never had anything against her. And, you know, hey, again, like I'm not fully on the in crowd. Maybe somebody could tell me something I don't know toward it. But, yeah, man, it was just a little bit of a... <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, again, it just shows you, you got to be careful of a lot of the, you know, the people, the way like they act, but also, you know, the way you act. So if you ever are in that type of fortunate position to have that type of thing, like, you know, just be smart. <laughs> don't, don't do that type of shit. Like it's that easy. Nine out of 10 times you're going to get caught. Yeah. That's, I only post about stuff that I'll bag hold to zero. The cost of the 20 ETH that she ended up profiting from it, I think is way more costly than whatever reputation hit that she took from it. So, which again would be a bigger deal if this space actually remembered it. But the, these instances are so prolific that I, I'm sure there's people in the audience right now who have zero idea what we're even talking about, right? Like it could be one of a million different people doing these, uh, doing these shifty transactions. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, honestly, that's, that, I think that's the real, the only real big drama from this week that I can think of within the space. I don't think there was anything else really too insane. It felt kind of like a quiet week outside of that, as far as the NFT space was concerned, because I feel like a lot of the movers in the space are over there in NFT NYC. Um, you know, shout out to T for a nice little wonky sweep. So nice little action there. Um, but yeah, you know, I felt like outside of that, as far as major news within the NFT space, nothing too crazy, right? Except uh, the Reddit drop. Um, they just dropped the largest ever NFT collection to date. I think total was like uh, 374,000 NFTs. Of which a uh, hundred and some thousand have been minted so far. Um, Dude, that's why I actually didn't even know about the Reddit drop until you brought it up a bit ago. So it's, it's wild. It's like, great. it's two different communities, and like being like Reddit and Twitter are pretty much the only you know quote unquote social medias I use. Um, and it's because you can kind of tailor the information that you receive, and you're not bombarded with like bullshit as much. Um, and it's it's kind of funny seeing like the different dynamic between the Reddit quote unquote digital collectible space. If you call it an NFT, you'll get like downvoted to shit. <laughs> they hate the word NFT over there. Uh, it's pretty funny, but you know, digital collectible, you like instantly get 
a thousand upvotes. That's hilarious, man. (laughs) Do you think it deals back to the stigma still of the, the green argument toward NFTs slash against NFTs? Do you think that's a big part of the stigma that they have toward the hate of it? Or, you know, is it just crypto culture in general is just completely hated upon so they don't want to recognize they're actually part of it? It's um, it, it's kind of a combination of a bunch of things. And especially in the subreddits, like it's a lot of hive mentality. And then, you know, a lot of Internet keyboard warriors who like try to prove themselves right. But that's anywhere you go. Um, so I think it's like a combination of everything. There's a subreddit called Buttcoin. And it's just filled with people who hate Bitcoin with a burning passion. And they're like, they've been coping over the last, uh, pretty much since New Year's of how it's going up. Because they were all convinced Bitcoin was going to zero, you know, around Christmas time or, and, you know, all last year. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty funny, the, the difference in mentality, but it's a more immature market. So, right so Reddit NFT digital collectibles, like the mindset is like 2020, late 2021 NFTs. Um, so you, you almost kind of have an advantage if you play it properly because you kind of know um, the pattern that they're going to follow over there. Um, so I've kind of been exploiting that advantage and uh, I've been able to capitalize some pretty decent gains so far. Been a couple of days. Um, I'm going to write it out for like the next week or two. 10-4, man. Well, um, let's go ahead and kick it over to Wilhelm Schultz van Beck. Yeah, what is up, guys? Yeah. Can you hear me? Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm an American. That's just my name. Um, okay, so for me... And this is this is my perspective. I've been into Bitcoin for uh, a number of years, only Bitcoin. I think the the um, umbrage that the crypto community experiences is that most Bitcoiners are here to separate money and state. So we look at things like NFTs as just silly games, and that's just that's just the consensus that I experience. Um, we're not here for profit and loss. We're here to separate money from state, and that is it. Well, but Wilhelm, let me let me just stop you. Like, I get that argument from the Bitcoiners' perspective. The difference that Rooster was talking about was from somebody like on Reddit. You know, heck, the subreddit Buttcoin are people that hate Bitcoin, and they hate the word NFTs, anything crypto related. Yet they are still out here participating in this digital collectible drop that reddit is hosting that is you know on polygon slash you know matic which is a shit coin so you know they are actually minting and trading nfts yet they refuse to call them nfts they call them digital collectibles so we're just talking about the irony of that community okay okay i see yeah i I hadn't really experienced i i didn't even know there were people that are that dumb out there um, but hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. I'd say at the end of the day, um, as long as you have at least a little bit of Bitcoin, you know, do what you want, play your games as long as you understand it's for profit and loss. And then we still need an actual decentralized protocol that enables individuals to hold a hard asset that cannot be deflated from underneath them. So that's that's so, just it for me. That's, that's just my opinion. This is a casino. <laughs> With that, I so, take my leave. I bid you all. Enjoy. Hey, I appreciate you. Come, appreciate you coming up, man. Um, hey, well, I'll, I'll I'll look for your face on one of these days when I'm doing another. You know, I, I'm sure you've been through some of my other week. Oh, shoot, he just took off. Well, <laughs> all right. Anyway, we'll move on. He's over there uh, trying to separate it. state and money. He's a well, you know what I battle. think of when I hear that type of that type of commentary, though, Rooster. We literally saw, you know, the the hooded guy meme spectrum with the IQ curve. 
where you know you've got the alpha or the bell curve where you've got five percent over here five percent and then you've got the middle of the bell curve you just brought up the buck coin side that's on the far left maybe this bitcoin guys on the far right and the nfts are all right there in the middle um that, that's the meme that i'm picturing right now agents what's up man you've had your hand up for a while all right so the reddit thing uh I do want to talk about this because this came on our radar like what six months ago when they first launched the digital collectibles. Yeah, they've right, had uh, three seasons so far. So there's a season one, and then uh, I forgot winning. I think it was late summer that dropped. Um, season two was um, like Halloween time, October, and then season three was this past Monday. All right, so. Um like six months ago, I had already been, it took three months for us over here on Twitter to realize that Reddit, like to really realize, I'm sure a couple people saw it because there's some crossover between communities, people who use Twitter, people who use Reddit, but I use Reddit quite a bit. And I was like, wow, it's amazing that no one on Twitter is talking about this. And I think I posted a tweet and it got like no engagement. And then like three months, three months later, I guess, the right people started talking about it and everyone took notice. And uh, it is a hundred percent just because of the culture that they've developed over on Reddit over the past five, six, seven years where there are certain words and this goes outside of cryptocurrency, but there are just certain words that evoke certain reactions from the user base, whether organic or inorganic. And those words are Bitcoin, Ethereum, cryptocurrency and nfts and if you go through any of reddit's uh you know outward facing consumer facing materials it mentions none of that none of that and i had posted you know when everyone was talking i'm like that's we got to stop using the word nft they're digital collectible because easier to like It's, it's so digital collectibles is the Trojan horse into that community. Yeah, not that we need to infiltrate community, but it's 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 a microcosm of a lot of problems. Words, these words end up getting a certain connotation, and like we want to clutch our pearls and hold on to them because we want to be able to, you know, do the air horns. We were right. We were right. Look at these guys. They were fighting us, and now they're aping. You know, and. Like that's totally not the way to drive it forward. You have to be okay to to, to shift the the Reddit rhetoric and the nomenclature. You have to be okay to to not get the "I told you so." Like we're we're so fixated on wanting to be "I told you so," and these people are stupid and whatever. Like, and, and See, another thing, it, this it, isn't it, a dig at you, Kaleo. Hold on, this isn't we'll a dig at you. But calling Polygon a shit coin. Like, I know you're being, like, jokingly around it, but, like, Polygon's pushing the space forward by doing these kind of drops with Reddit. Dude, I'll call ETH a shitcoin, Agent. Yeah, like, yeah. That's I, my thing. I Like, anything that's not Bitcoin, I'll still call it shitcoin. One way or another. Oh, other. here we so, go. Like, that's I, just like, and I like, know maybe, you're joking. Maybe that's an old school mentality of speaking toward it, but, like, that's... You know, and uh, like I'll, I'll have somebody that's a BTC maxi up on stage and they'll sit there and praise that and they'll follow through and they will take this moral stance toward that. Or I'll get somebody that is fully vested in these projects that takes such offense toward the nomenclature. But at the end of the day, I just view it as a grouping where, you know, I like an altcoin slash shitcoin, same terminology, same thing. And it stands for anything that's not Bitcoin. And I am obviously not a maxi for Bitcoin to the point to where I won't trade anything else because I obviously have incredibly plugged in everything else, but I still see it all as shitcoins. So, you know, and I, okay, I get again. it and people are offended by it, but I really, you know, I, I just not think it's something that's so ingrained to the culture of this space that I like... I won't ever change it. Aleo, baby, not a dig at you. The point I'm trying to make is picture you are someone who got onboarded to cryptocurrency through Reddit NFTs and you haven't delved into the lore and 
all the all the words we use, collectibles, I'm coming around. And because Polygon is what onboarded you and what you're comfortable with and what you're familiar with, then you hear people calling it a shit coin. And it's like, you don't know everything behind that, right? And I'm not saying there's anything like personally you could be doing to change this or I could be doing to change this. It's just, it's like a problem that'll be persistent in the space as people are getting onboarded from different routes and different avenues and they have to consume vast amount of knowledge just to be on an equal playing field with, with everybody else in this, what is essentially a PVP space, you know? Hey, you know, and if that's the case, and if they get shaken out by the word shitcoin, let them run. Um, but I, I don't know. Like that, I, I do agree. Uh, but I think that's something that you run into with any new space that you're unfamiliar with, right? You know, say that you're, I mean, heck, even not in the crypto space. Say that you are somebody brand new to the states, and you are a new English speaker, and you come here. There are so many idioms that people use that you are going to be lost as heck, right? Like, you know, you are not going to understand half the things people say, and it doesn't mean that they are being nefarious toward you and trying to lead you astray. It just gets ingrained to the culture at a certain point. It takes a little bit of time to be able to pick up and learn those phrases and learn those ideas. So I think that it's one of those things where, you know, if you constantly are worried about catering your approach toward the minutia of any space, then you're never going to be fully yourself toward it. And I, and, you know, again, like, yeah, so I, I, I understand some of the sentiment that you're talking about from that group, but dude, I mean, even little things like the word web three, I, I actually started to hate the term web three. <laughs> Versus, like, it has been associated with so much cringe on the timeline that I can't stand Web3 anymore. Where, you know, there are a lot of people, because I feel like Web3 just got associated with this woke ideology, where it was used in so many defenses of, man, you know, we can't say X, Y, Z, because in Web3, we stand for something different. And we're like, no, that's not Web3. That is your wokeism that's walking your ass into this space and trying to, like, convert it and take it over into something that it isn't, right? So, I mean, I don't know. That's any good thing can be twisted and contorted by a certain group if you're not careful. There is um, a percent. There's like a, a, a slight different dynamic in the way um, the quote unquote NFT slash digital collectibles are used on that platform as well. Um, so like the, the, the way it kind of works is they have artists who make like pretty much one av they make three different avatars. They pretty much have three different tier collections within the artist. Um, and these avatars you can customize on your profile and do mashups. So it's not like, you know, a, a lot of people like you'll, you'll get a little bit, it's mixed reactions. You'll get hate if you go and you're like, yo, I just swept, you know, 10 of this certain avatar, right? Because you're, you're going to get mixed reactions too. Because some people are like, well, I don't even really care what the floor price is at because I'm in it for the yard and I'm not selling it anyway. You know, you got those coffee drinking hipsters um, that like think they're too good to make money selling art. Right. And then you have the other people um, who don't care about the avatars at all. Right. They just flood in to make money uh, and they want everyone to pump whatever bag they're holding. Um, and same thing like in the, uh, Twitter as well. It's a lot of tribalism. Right. Even this past week, there's pretty much been a new pump every day just from, uh, you know, hype and tribalism. Um, so there's some similarities and some differences. You can actually you can mint them with credit card. And they're, they're pretty cheap to mint overall. I mean, some of them start at like $5. I think the most expensive one was 200 And those are super small um, collections. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just a whole different marketplace, a whole different dynamic of the people. But the way they act is almost underlying the same. Um, and if you have enough experience, like you can definitely capitalize on what's going on over there. So these are all being, you know, all the profits from these mints are going directly to Reddit, correct? No, I, I think, I think the profits actually like a hundred percent of mint. My, I mean, if you, unless you buy it on, 
iPhone, then Apple gets their 30%. Um, but I think the majority of the profits go to the artists. Um, and I think Reddit takes a cut of the royalties, to be honest. Okay. What's that's like the standard royalty over there. Um, I think it's 5%. So pretty much like standard royalty across the board. I wonder how they go through their artist selection to get to that point then. You can, because, you can you know, apply. When you're talking about Reddit that's you know so decentralized on the opportunity basis from what you're talking about as far as their ideology, you know, it almost sounds, even though they are supporting artists from the sounds of this, it still sounds like a pretty centralized opportunity where you've got several people that are raking in this large percentage and like how do those artists get chosen versus whatever i could see that being a source of drama within their community yeah i mean you can fucking find a source of drama with anything right like and it doesn't even necessarily have to be true right like i mean um so even if there was someone behind the scenes that was you know handpicking friends to be their artists or if there wasn't like people are going to say something like that uh to begin with it's not something you're ever going uh to be able to avoid um, but I know to become an artist, you can request to become an artist for the next season. Um, and I don't know. I, I haven't done it. Um, but yeah, you submit an application. And you pretty much, you have a base template that you have to follow, um, essentially. And then, you know, it just has to be able to mash between other avatars, right? Like you can mash like seven different avatars together um, to create, you know, your own personal profile picture. Well, the one thing I'll say toward all this, depending on success, everything else of it, but it seems like it's been decently successful so far, especially season three. I mean, it's not fully minted out. Lots of mints so far. I'm sure it will eventually mint out. Is how long until we see other social media platforms take this as a potential revenue source? Because, you know, if, it, if the model works with Reddit, it'll work elsewhere. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah yeah reddit's definitely a different type of platform than facebook or instagram um i could see twitter potentially being able to do somewhat successful but they've kind of already integrated themselves and uh it's, the it's also NFT like marketplace i can see twitter i can see discord and all these drops on reddit are actually like derivatives of a of a character that had branding behind it for like the entirety of reddit's history called snoo which is like their their avatar so when rooster's talking about it has to follow a template they're all basically derivatives of one singular avatar right and i don't i don't think that would translate to uh to instagram or facebook as much as it does with with reddit it's almost like a unique it really is like a unique uh market fit for them and it's like, it, it has a nice IP too. It's not, you know, like, I mean, the Dis Discord has their logo, right? But it's not something that you can, you know, create hundreds of thousands of avatars based off of. Well, a right? Facebook, for instance, you could have like a mini Zuck army. And who wouldn't want a derivative of Zuckerberg in his <laughs> bald head? And, you know, the way that that's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I don't even think Facebook crowd would be able to figure out how, to mint an nft even if you gave them a credit card option they like this they were going to integrate with instagram uh and i think they just shelved the whole initiative they were just like all right yeah we're out not going to do this and i was kind of excited about it but another interesting thing that was all going to be polygon too right so it really seems like polygon is is breaking through a lot of barriers that that other coins uh, are struggling with it's a great shit coin yeah it's uh i, I think it's mainly because uh call it a shit coin one more time kaleo <laughs> sorry rooster yeah no no sweat um probably just because the cost per transaction is so low right like if you're trying to get someone to buy something and there's a you know 15 20 just transaction fee that's going to deter your your common person so either, right, um, either the company like Reddit or Facebook is going to have to foot that transaction cost or the, the buyer is. And um, if they have to, you know, pay a fee that's twice as much as the cost of the NFT, um, I don't think they're going to do it. And uh, they're sure probably as hell not going to put it on Solana. Well, I was going to say you also, I was about to bring that up. 
the other thing with polygon like you don't have random outages for hours on end um hey and you know i again i don't want to knock solana too badly i actually really <laughs> think solana is going to do do some good stuff this next this next cycle um but <laughs> it is kick, kick them while much. they're down kaleo kick them while they're down um hey you know if you can't take the heat get out of the kitchen hey Jackson, yeah, I, I literally said that earlier today um one thing about solana though uh that was announced this week or um, pandas have announced the final chain they're going to be minting on solana which is going to be uh very interesting they're going to be top contender um on that chain immediately for the number one spot by the way genius genius move on their part uh, because with with D gods and Utes leaving, like there is definitely a power vacuum in Solana right now for for who's going to be the top. So I think a uh, very smart move by Bags and the team to do that. Yeah, and plus you know optics of just moving to Solana as well, right? Like like that's a decision. Like your your final chain is going to be Solana rather than. Um, moving away from it. So I think the community is going to accept that um, pretty well. And you've kind of already seen it. Um, Bags kind of did a little bit of space and he's going to do another space this tour with the Solana community. Um, but they seem uh, pretty ecstatic. And the way they're going to do mints, pretty interesting as well. They're going to start a blind Dutch above the floor price. So it's going to be minting over 150 soul um, immediately. So... I'm pretty sure that places him and definitely in the top three. So it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, so been pretty happy sitting in pandas and stonks and, uh, we'll continue, continue to ride this wave while everybody else is down, you know, 40, 50%. Very cozy. Hey, well, Gents, I appreciate you guys joining today. Sorry again to everybody in the audience for how late we ended up doing this. But, you know, hopefully there was a, you know, like a little bit of a different group that ended up getting to sit in and join today. But unfortunately, I do still have a lot of stuff I've got to knock out this afternoon. Um, so I have to go ahead and call it for the day. Um, Johnny, yeah, he's, he's gonna uh, sign um, up for Reddit and start trading collectible avatars. Don't lie to us, Kaleo. That's it. That's it. I'm getting no, I'm actually right now. Agents just sent me the uh link to no blocky dough. No, 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 no. Shiba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Don't <laughs> freaking post about it. Just let me know what the chart looks like. I'm too stupid. The, the to me, because of my bag bias, the chart is excellent. Mwah, chef's kiss. But I'd like an actual person who knows what the hell they're looking at. I'll, I'll I'll take a look, man. I'll take a look. But love you guys, and we will see y'all next week for the sixty-first straight week of the Wonky Weekly Alpha Spaces. So love you guys, and we will actually before I end this, I've got to put the alpha in the name of the title because I think it's the only one that doesn't have it. There we go. It's there. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. Take it easy. Lander, thanks again for all of the tweets today, getting this out there, and everybody else as well.